friends. Happy Monday and welcome back to Randomly Moved for Purpose podcast. My name is Liz. I'm your host and I am so excited to be back, to be here. I know. Was I ever gone? Not really, but I had to take a big step back last week because my heart was just so heavy, guys. Last week on Monday even, I just sat there um, as me as the kids, so Monday was a holiday, so me and the kids were doing a park hop thing that we do, which is, uh, we'll go to a park, they play on it till they get bored, and then we get in the car, and we'll go to another park. And our car's packed with water, snacks, lunch, and everything. The rule is we spend no money. We just have to have the food in the car, the fuel tank is full, and we just park hop. It's so much fun. The kids love it. Anyways, at each park as the kids were playing, I just um, kept reading. I had I'd taken several different books with me because my heart was heavy over a problem that I just don't know how to fix. So I don't know how to fix. And all I knew to do was to go to scripture, ladies. It was to go to scripture and I pulled out an old Bible study and so many times throughout the day I really I just wanted to cry and I'm not a crier and that is I don't wear that with the badge of honor um I'm just not a crier and so there's so many points of the day that I just wanted to cry and um in the midst of everything I just I didn't know what to do I didn't know how to fix it and so of course I got my studies out I got my books out and I just started to read and the Lord really spoke to me and so I really wanted to share with you that uh this word with you last week um but as you can see as I was trying to problem solve I didn't get to and I am now ready to tell you kind of what I've done on my end Um, and I hope that it helps again I want to remind you that I am not perfect I am not a Bible scholar Um, I am not anything special I am just doing the best that I can with what I have and going back to scripture and letting that be my guide. So, without any further stalling, I really hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode, and I hope that you are encouraged by it, and if you, um, that you are moved by it, and that it speaks to you. guys know that I've been dealing with a relationship. It's a a family, close family member. My husband and I are fine, but it's a family member. And um, I've gotten to the point where um, two weekends ago, it just kind of blew up. It kind of blew up out of my control, out of me being patient to me. Hold on.
me thinking, I, I think I'm being patient. I'm giving them time to process. I'm not being aggressive. If it was up to me, I would have had this solved three weeks ago. Okay. But I understand that this is not how they process. So I'm giving them time. Well, it just, it just blew up in the way that I just, I knew there was no hope. There's no hope. So then I, I, I get angry and I'm to the point where I'm about to say things that I'm really going to regret, right? Again, I told you guys, I, I don't pretend to sit here and be perfect, but I know how I am. So I, I try to be, it's taken me so much work to be slow to speak because I don't want to say anything that I'll regret. And to, so I was like, okay, this is what I was thinking on last Monday. I'm like, I really don't want to lose my temper and now have to apologize for losing my temper and then potentially being wrong, okay? Because my family member and I are kind of in a standoff. They think they are right. I think I am right, right? Okay, so when you both think are right, there's nobody wrong. So I'm like, okay, I don't want to be wrong and have to apologize for that. And then on top of that, have to apologize for losing my patience. I hope you guys are following me, right? And if I start talking fast, you gotta forgive me. I'm actually drinking my pre-workout right now. So you guys are about to get a lot of energy. So I go into the word. I remember last year around this time, I was doing a Bible study. It's called Steadfast Love by Lauren Chandler. I will post it on the show notes. I'll, I'll, I'll do like an Amazon link. And I remember going through this last year. And although it was a fantastic study, last year I was like not relating to me at my time of life last year. So... I could see other points in my life where this would have been very applicable. But last year, I was like, man, this is a good study. But I don't need it. And I'm doing that air quotes. I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed it. Well, the Lord just knew. Because I didn't need it then. But I need it right now. And I wouldn't have known about it had I not done it last year. Okay, so I remember there being a particular chapter on folly. So, Steadfast Love, it's a study over Psalms 107. So every time we got together, we read the entire psalm as a group. But today, I want to focus on Psalm 107, 17 through 22. Some were fools through their sinful ways. And because of their iniquity suffer, suffered affliction, they loathed any kind of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them, and delivered them from their destruction. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of men. And let them offer sacrifice of thanksgiving and tell his deeds of song in songs of joy. And I wanted to go over this because of the fact that 
I don't want to be foolish. In this type of conflict, I think I want to go into it not, like, I don't know that I know the solution. I don't pretend to be perfect, but, you know, let's struggle through it together. Let's let's find a solution to this problem together. And right now, I feel like my family member is just running away from me. And I'm like, I don't know if I should chase you. I don't know if I should force you. I know I shouldn't force you into dealing with it. But like, how can I solve this problem when they're running away? So like, I don't know what to do. So then I'm losing my mind. I start to get angry. And I'm like, okay, Liz, I don't be foolish. Don't start letting this spin out of control to the point where your words are going to be foolish because I really don't want to be that person. In this study, you know, the very on day one of this week, we talk about like what is falling. And it was so convicting because, you know, of course, folly it or being foolish is um, the lack of good sense. But then one of her definitions that she included um, that I just didn't even think of is words like unwise, foolish, absurd, but also costly. Also costly. And I'm like, okay, well, this situation's already costing me a lot. It's costing me a very dear relationship and um i think i'm really hurt because like this is really hard for me and i feel like the other person is having an easy time cutting cutting me out of their lives so that's painful right anyways um lauren chandler goes on to then quote proverbs 13 um, the woman folly is loud. She is deduct seductive and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house and she takes the seat of highest place of town. Guys, guys, I don't know. I, this is like the opposite type of woman I personally want to be. The woman folly is loud. I don't want to be loud. I don't want to be seductive and I don't want to not know anything. That would be lack of wisdom. Okay. And, and I really hope that I don't come across as like, I need to sit in the highest place of even my own household. You know, that I hope that when people come into my house, that they feel welcome to sit anywhere. And there's not like this prestigious place that's like set for me. Okay. So we talk about that in Proverbs. And remember, we already talked about the Proverbs 31 woman. We talked about that. That's the woman I hope that I come across as not a foolish, seductive, acting like they know everything type and praise me, praise me, praise me. That is not the type of person that I hope I come across as. And so that was a good check for me. I was like, well, am I being this? And, you know, you play back the conversation over and over again. Luckily, a lot of our conversation ended up being over 
text. And I say luckily because I can read it. I absolutely hated the fact that it was over text, but that's how the other person wanted to have the conversation. That's a whole nother topic, okay? I would have, I would have had it face-to-face -face in person, but like this person just knows better right now. And I'm not saying I say that humbly because I'm, I don't feel like I know better. It's just from past experience, a face-to-face -face conversation is what needed to happen in this situation in any other type of conflict because you can read facial cues. You can clarify certain things. You can, you can see like if you said something and the other person kind of had like, you can read that they didn't, maybe that they took it the wrong way or something, then you can clarify, right? You can definitely clarify. Well, you can't do any of that over a text message, but luckily I can read it and go back and say like, no, I didn't, I didn't say anything that was out of, out of line type thing. So I'm able to review that. Um, and so I don't feel like I spoke foolishly. So I can kind of check that one, check that box. Okay. And then I'm sitting here like, you know, we talked about in Andy Andrews book, the seven decisions and having, um, that, that circle of people that you've, you know, allowed to speak truth into your life, um, that you seek counsel from. And, and, and I got to personally reach out to that counsel because I needed to make sure with my own bias to my stance, I needed somebody that I knew would call me out. I need, I needed them to call me out. Okay. So I had to practice what I preach and it was very humbling and a very, um, very, it was very eye-opening also. It was humbling because the conversation that I had to have with these people is very vulnerable. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of a little bit uh, vulnerable, like your close family people type know this situation, right? So I had to let that down. And if you guys know me, like vulnerability is one of the hardest things for me to do. And then I spoke to them step by step what happened. But I'm going to preface this. Like, I started off the conversation with, listen, I'm not looking for validation. I'm not looking for you to tell me that I'm right. I need you to listen to the story and tell me exactly where I messed up. I'm giving you permission to tell me exactly what I did wrong in this situation, okay? And the people that I reached out to are godly people and I knew weren't afraid to call me out. 
And that's important because if you come across as an intimidating person, like I guess I do, I don't get it, but I've been told that I'm intimidating. So um, if you come across as intimidating, you got to have those people around you that are not afraid to call you out. And so that's who I had to reach out to. Um, and, you know, it was good for me because, first of all, they understood my stance. Neither of them said that I was wrong, which was heartbreaking because if, if I needed to apologize, then maybe I could get the ball rolling. I wasn't too proud to apologize and get the ball rolling for the relationship to move to healing. Um, and then they were, they were super validating and, but they also gave me very practical things to do. They reminded me to give space and I'm like, okay, I have, but I don't have forever. Right. Um, and then, you know, because the situation had a deeper root, they encouraged me, um, to maybe think about some counseling, which is something that I've thought about doing for a long time anyways. Right. Well, you don't know that I'm telling you now. Um, a long time anyways, I don't know why I haven't done it. Guys, I'm a former school counselor. I fully believe in, um, in, in that practice and emotional healing and forgiveness. Like I fully believe in that, you know, with my full-time job before and running the kids, I honestly just didn't have time, you know, and right now life is still kind of crazy in its own weird way. But I can make time. I know I can make time. And so this whole, I don't have time for this, that's an excuse that can go in the garbage for the rest of my life, right? Because whatever's important to you, you'll make time for it. And so in the process of, of needing to do that, like, you know what? I, I needed to hear that. But I needed to hear that in a, like, Liz, what you're thinking is right. Like, it was validating. Again, it was validating. I've been thinking I needed counseling. Somebody told me, have you considered that? And then I was like, oh, okay. This is a situation where I should be seeking some counseling, right? For this particular topic aside, right? Um, and so I was like, okay, so now I'm kind of getting the ball rolling on that. But they never said that I was necessarily wrong in the conflict situation with my family member. Now, I'm not saying that in a way of like patting myself on the back, like I'm still sitting here on the right side of thing and they are in the wrong. I am not saying that whatsoever. What that gave me permission to do is let it go. It's to let it go. I am at a point where there is nothing I can do. I have told them I love them. I have told them that I'm willing to do whatever it takes, but they don't want to. Therefore, I, I, can, I can now walk away in peace. I now feel like I have done everything in my power 
to solve the situation. And that's all I can do. Now, if they were to call me up today, tomorrow, next week, and be like, hey, I want to finish this conversation, like, I'm all in, right? I am all about restoring. I am all about working on healing and hope that our relationship is better than than it was even before, right? Because we made it through something hard together. But there's nothing that I can do about it right now. So I got I had to let it go. I know that I I went to it in a very loving way. I went to it in a way that I think Jesus wouldn't be disappointed in me. And so then that that's all I have. That is all I have to give. And so I just kept diving into scripture and and letting that be be my guide. And I I just I just kept finding even the Lord validating me because I I know where my heart is in this whole conflict. And I know that I'm not vicious. I know that I would give them the shirt off my back. I know where I stand, even though I've been very hurt by them. And so it was time for me to let it go. And I needed time last week to kind of do that so that I could just be freed from the responsibility of having to be the one to fix it, right? And it's probably because I'm kind of the oldest. And again, I, I don't say that as like, I'm the oldest, therefore wisest. I That is not my, that's not my heart at all, guys, at all. In fact, I was so unsure of how, where I stood in this, that I sought counsel from people that were God-fearing, that could tell me the truth, right? So no, I, I did not think that I was wiser. I just felt like because I'm the oldest, I have the responsibility to fix this problem. Um, but it's been so relieving to just walk away and just know that like the ball's on their court. Um, one thing that I am taking a hard stance on is I'm not going to resolve this via text message, okay? If there's a conversation that happens to pop up, I will politely say I will not continue to have this conversation over text message. We can meet at a neutral um, location. I don't mind going over to their house. Both um, spouses can be there. I'm not intimidated by that at all. Um, but it will be a face-to-face -face conversation. And so I am going to take a stance on that. And just another quick verse I want to share with you. It's in Psalms 119, starting in verse 9. is He starts out with, how can, you, how can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart, I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. 
Blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statues. With my lips, I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies, I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statues. I will not forget your word. And so it's really interesting because one of my favorite verses too, um, and, and our church preached on it this week. I know it's in Matthew, but um, it says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And I'll hold that so true. So true. Out of the overflow of your heart, the mouth speaks. So when this one's, this Psalm 119 says, with my whole heart, I seek you. Let me not wonder from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart. Okay? I have stored up your word in my heart so I don't sin against you. So that out of the overflow of my heart, my mouth is going to speak. And that's why when I reread over this conversation, I do feel like I was slow to anger. I knew it was a delicate situation and I was very careful with my words and I came at it in love, in love. I know I did and I have peace about that and I know that I am not wicked. I know that I am for people. I am for people being successful. I want people to have good marriages. I want people to be good parents. I want people to have all this goodness in their life. But the only way that that's truly going to happen is if you are diving into scripture and filling your heart with the word of God so that overflows, so it overflows throughout the day, again, so that you could be the light in this dark, dark world so that nothing nothing can separate you from the relationship that you have with Jesus so that you are open to hear from the Holy Spirit that's in you so that you can feel that movement going and so that you can go to God the Father in your good times, but also in your worst of times. Father God, thank you so much for leaving us with this scripture, with this Bible that, that we can know you. Sometimes things can be really gray, but there's so much that's black and white that's written and that we just need to make sure that we dive into it daily so that we can meditate, so that we can just imprint your word and your desire for us and your desire for our world in our hearts. That's when true kindness comes out and it's not... Uh, self-satisfying kindness. It is the love of Jesus type of kindness, Lord. I don't, 
I know that we have trials and I know that life is so, so hard. But you are so strong. You are so powerful. And, and we lean on you every day, every day, in good times and in bad times. And I pray that when times are good, that we don't get complacent and, and put you in the corner and we're like, I got this one, you know, but that we invite you to be with us in the most joyful of times because it's whenever the times get hard, we know that you never left us. You were always there. Lord, if anybody out there is hurting, I just pray that you are just whispering to them right now that you love them. You know they're hurting and that you are holding them. You're holding them right now. And that they just need to turn to you for peace. For an unrelentless love that we can't even imagine. And for a type of forgiveness that didn't cost us anything. But you have been waiting for them to turn around and to open their arms and to just accept you as a Lord and Savior. Amen. just hope that you had a takeaway today that is so my prayer for you if if you have any any questions if if you want to know more about following Jesus and what that means or how do you know that you have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior don't forget follow me on Instagram at Liz Cooley and DM me and we can talk about what, what it's like to follow Jesus and, and that maybe you are ready to accept him as Lord and Savior, okay? So please, please, please follow me on Instagram, at Liz Cooley, and we can talk more about surrendering our life to Jesus Christ. It is not... It is not an easy road. I'm not saying that all your problems are going to be fixed because that's sin is still in this world, but we are going to be able to just get ready for our kingdom, for the most beautiful kingdom. And we will be called, we are called, we are called 
co-heirs to the throne. That's what Jesus did on the cross for us. So not only will we be in this kingdom that God created, but we will be called co-heirs to the throne. And that just blows my mind. I told you I don't cry, but when I think about that, it makes me want to cry because I didn't do anything to deserve to be a co-heir. But the work that Jesus did on the cross for us calls me his. I am blameless and I am good enough to be that high in the kingdom of God. And that just blows, blows my mind. So if you want to have more conversations about that, please, please, please find me on Instagram and DM me and I'd be more than happy, happy to talk to you more about that. Also, if you uh, were moved by this episode, please share it with somebody that you love, share it on your social media, and oh my gosh, we have a work to do here in our own United States. I know that a lot of people are called to be... um, to go overseas and, you know, witness, go on mission trips like that. But we have our own mission. We have our mission here in the United States to make sure that we never forget that we are one nation under God. We're one nation under God. And we cannot forget our values. I'm not saying that we need to go back to the ancient times and do like religion like a certain way, but we are a nation under God that we believe in the Bible and that we are going to do the work of Jesus every single day in our own country. So if you could share this episode on social media, I would really appreciate it. And let's remind everybody that that the kingdom is at work. There are good things happening. And we need to continue that movement here at home. And then if you are moved to do a foreign mission, if God spoke to you that way, then that's what you need to be doing. This is just the work that I am doing right now. So please share. And also, if you have a minute, leave me a review and I would really appreciate it. Send me any messages. I'd love to read them. If there's anything that you'd like for me to talk about, let me know and I will talk about it. You guys have a fantastic Monday. Thank you.